Hello out there. Welcome to the Out There Social Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Serpico, PhD in the psychology of social media. Here we talk about the world where social science meets social media. If you've ever fallen down the rabbit hole that is the history of the meme, which honestly you may have if you're here right now, you've heard the name Richard Dawkins. Now, if you haven't, let me be the one to introduce you. Richard Dawkins isn't a graphic designer or a figure in pop culture. He's actually an evolutionary biologist. He earned his PhD in 1966, and his dissertation was called Selective Pecking in the Domestic Chick, which is a prediction model on mechanisms of decision-making in chicks. But he's credited as being the father of the term meme. So how the heck did this happen? Let me tell you. Dr. Dawkins' book, The Selfish Gene, builds upon theories of adaptation and natural selection. In a 2014 talk he gives at the Oxford Union, he says, if on some other planet there is life, I put my shirt on the prediction that it would be found to be something equivalent to DNA or genes in the way that it replicates itself. He says it may be nothing like DNA, which led him to discuss the possibility of such a replicator on this planet that does the same job, which eventually becomes called the meme. So a meme is anything that behaves like a human gene in culture. Just last week, we watched a meme of Will Smith spread like wildfire. Think about the way a moment in time has been replicated over and over and over again. A meme is able to encapsulate a place in space and then morph it to mean so many things to so many different people. I mean, I memed the moment with jokes for psychology majors, but then also laughed at the same picture with different words on it because I could relate to it as someone who grew up in an Italian home. But then I saw the same photo again with words on it about like cryptocurrency and then that same picture lost its meaning. 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 <laughs> this speaks to a concept in social psychology called in-group, out-group, which in simplest terms refers to a group that we're a part of or the opposite. We can see this phenomenon go from cat people versus dog people to sports teams rivals to, of course, politics. Niche marketing survives on the back of this phenomenon. What I've learned to be the golden rule of marketing is if you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. This is how memes thrive and part of the decision-making processes that come into play when deciding to share or create a meme. Today, I want to explore the question, did TikTok kill the meme or are these short videos just memes in motion? Did video kill the radio star? Think about a meme as we understand it to be. Anything that behaves or replicates like a human gene in culture. Last year, Instagram made the announcement that it is no longer just a photo sharing app as its younger demographic started ditching their aesthetic feeds for photo dumps. Literally called photo dumps. That's the, that's the most disgusting term ever in my opinion. And they're migrating to this land of fast-paced portrait style videos. Think back to when reels were just bestowed onto us by the Instagram gods. I actually used to really like that song that was like, yup, nope, yup. 
And then everyone made a reel to it about a different topic that was relatable to some, but not all. So is that a meme? Now a little squiggly arrow tells us what songs are most memeable. Content creators are pushed to believe that jumping into the current of these fast moving trends is what will help them get exposure, likes, views, sales, brand deals, whatever it is that they may be looking for. But honestly, I think that there is genuinely only one thing that could determine the success of a meme in any form, and it's considering who's on the receiving end. I feel like a lot of the time we forget that it's called social media. It's not just media media. We had media media for so long that I can understand the fuzziness. Us humans love putting ourselves at the center of the universe and that's easier than ever to do when we can pick and choose the parts of ourselves that we put out there into the world. I think if we log off at the end of the day feeling like we've made some sort of connection with someone, we log off feeling pretty good. And I think that's what makes memes special. They give us this weird digital tool to bond with strangers over inside jokes on the internet. I don't think that's exactly what Dr. Dawkins pictured, but I do think he'd enjoy such a conversation. I want to know what you think. Did TikTok kill the meme and our digital culture is going to evolve where photo sharing becomes more obsolete and will rely more heavily on video? Or is it giving us proof of the evolution of the meme before our very eyes? If you love learning about the psychology of social media as much as I do, you could visit my website, outtheresocial.com. I just launched a brand new members only hub where I release monthly publications on a specialized topic in social media. And this month, as you may have guessed it, is all about memes. Thank you for joining me for this inaugural podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Serpico, and I'll see you out there. This is Space Command. See you next week!